Hi, welcome to Office Hours, a podcast presented by College Fashionista. It's your host, Amy Levin Klein here. Today's guest, Lauren Gores, launched a skincare line, Summer Fridays, that flew off the shelves in minutes. I had the chance to talk to this newscaster, turned blogger, turned beauty guru, and learn more about her career. Lauren takes us on the journey, starting all the way back from her college days at Indiana University, my alma mater. In this episode, you will learn everything from face masks to college majors to the importance of networking. Hey guys, so I'm here with Lauren Gores, um, also a fellow IUer, which is so awesome to see uh, grads yeah. from IU doing amazing <laughs> things. So Lauren, you studied journalism and political science at IU, right? I did. I studied both journalism and political science. I was super laser focused on a single dream that was basically to be Oprah because who doesn't want to be Oprah? Um, (laughs) But I really, I mean, I really wanted to be a newscaster at that time. I wanted to do it on a national level. I wanted to cover everything from lifestyle pieces to political races. And I spent a lot of time working, I mean, really solely on that. I took a lot of internships in that field. um, And my first job was as a broadcaster. I literally went to like the middle of Missouri, um, but in a town that I loved, it was Columbia, Missouri. And I got my first job at an ABC station there, you know, especially at that point, you kind of had to go wherever you could go to get that first job on camera. Um, And so I was really excited about getting this job. And my family thought I was completely insane for moving to the middle of nowhere for this this job. But it was something that I was really excited about. And it was on camera and I was going to be a reporter and an anchor So it it really taught me a lot about moving far from home, putting myself in a new experience. And then I ended up staying in Missouri for about three and a half years. Um, So it was it was kind of a crazy journey, but I really did love it. And you kind of like made a little life for yourself there. Three years is a commitment. I did. And, you know, when you're in Missouri and you're a news anchor, you kind of end up being like the star of that small town. Yeah, you're famous. (laughs) It's very different from being. Yeah, exactly. So. It was a direction that I thought I would stay in for a little bit longer than I did, but I I wound up um, working for another company that was more digitally focused and then moved out to L.A. And then the directory kind of changed a little bit um, from there. Yeah. So let's go back to Indiana. Do you feel like your major in your experience at IU set you up for your first job or was it more just like your personality and kind of hyper focused? I mean, I think it, I definitely think what I studied is what set me up to even get that first job um, because I just wouldn't have I wouldn't have had the skills to be able to do the job without majoring in what I did. And I kind of say, I mean, I look back and I think even like the biggest takeaway from that is to really indulge in the experience of college um, and whatever your first job may be and being away from home, getting involved in the community, really learning self-discipline because I, I now have learned, you know, careers will change and dreams will change. But experiences, I think, are what fuel the biggest success. And if you're willing to be out of your comfort zone, I think you can kind of do anything. When I was in college, I definitely didn't have aspirations to be a blogger. That wasn't even a term yet, I don't think. Or no. At point, it was, no, it wasn't. You know, very early on, no one was talking about it. So, yeah, I mean, I just never would have had that dream. And I definitely didn't think I'd have a skincare line. You know, and I thought I wanted to cover something at the White House. You aren't necessarily thinking that you're Quite going different. to you know, create something like a skincare line. So it's so, you know, it's so, so different. And I think you have to really kind of accept that the process will change and your opportunities will change. And I'm sure that 
anyone who's in school right now could probably have a job that doesn't exist yet and that we, you know, we don't know about. So I think that now that I look back, I think that's sort of the biggest takeaway is I'm really grateful that I was really involved and that I, you know, really indulged in all of my experiences there. Um, and I just really did everything 100%. And I think a lot of that still to this day has prepared me for what I've ended up going into. Yeah. If I think back to like our days at Indiana, just even the classes we took and how like archaic everything feels. And I started college fashionista yeah. um, our senior year. And I remember being so embarrassed wow. to have a blog because no one had blog. It was like very nerdy to have a blog. And it's just I always <laughs> laugh now at how that's like the most glamorous career and just how far things have come. It was a little bit laughed off, too. I think, you know, no one really took it seriously, even when I started mine, which would have been several years after you started College Fastenista. I mean, that was people still were like, what? What's a blog? Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. So you started your blog in 2013. And what kind of gave you the did, yeah. inspiration and idea to to go into that direction? I really loved to write. That was probably my, and still is, I mean, one of my biggest passions. And so I started to blog simply as an outlet to write. And I started kind of, you know, writing inspirational things down and like career motivation and sort of some career advice. I was switching careers at the time. At that point, hadn't really covered a lot of fashion or beauty or lifestyle. It was just, it was just almost like a diary. And a lot of my friends first started reading it and then they would share it with their friends and you know how the internet works and then things start spreading and, and more and more people kind of start to look toward it. And I was also noticing in broadcasting, I was going on, I just moved to LA and I was kind of going on different auditions and they, they kept wanting an expert in something, you know, it was like, oh, well, you're a great broadcaster, but we really want an interior designer for this, or we really want someone who specializes in food, or we want a beauty expert or a fashion expert. And I couldn't really call myself an expert, even though I had worked, I felt like I kind of paid my dues and I had worked as a broadcaster. But initially, I also kind of started it as a means of, of sort of having the space for myself. So when I would go into these auditions, I could say, hey, I have this blog and, you know, I'm writing about fashion and I'm writing about beauty and I'm writing about lifestyle things. So that way, you know, I thought, okay, well, maybe, you know, they'll hire me for for that one thing, because I can kind of become an expert in that. The really strange thing, and this is just kind of crazy, you know, how life works as I was working on that sort of as like year one went by and year two went by. It also became very apparent that I could have a lot more opportunity by really focusing on my blog rather than trying to get another broadcast job. And I was definitely not expecting that. I mean, one of the sole purposes I started it was to kind of to get a new job. Everything sort of changed. A lot of people started blogging. You know, people really started to respect blogs. There were a lot more opportunities and also paid opportunities. So it could actually be a real job rather than just a hobby. And I wasn't really anticipating that. But it became after I would say about like two years, it definitely became more apparent that I could do more with the site than probably what I could do by taking another job. Yeah, that's really interesting. And it's funny that you started it with that intention to help with broadcasting and how it became what your career was. So I sometimes I look back and I think I remember, you know, to your point that if you just, you know, told people you had a blog and they were a little bit confused and it was like that. I mean, honestly, for probably three years, every time I would explain what I did for work, I always felt this like hesitation when I would say, oh, you know, yep. I'm a blogger. I create content. It's like embarrassing and or whatever. And, Yes. Yeah. I almost felt a little embarrassed and they would say, oh, but I thought you, you know, you were this broadcaster and you were doing so well. And it almost made me feel really guilty that I had like changed this path. And I would think to myself, you know, gosh, did I give up on something that 
could have been better. And you kind of question your journey. Um, now I'm at a point, I think I'm probably, you know, old enough and mature enough to understand it. that so you've got to really be proud of what, whatever work it is you're creating. And even if someone, whether it's a sibling or a parent or a cousin who might not understand it yet, it usually, you know, ends up being something that will really develop. And if you feel good about it and you feel proud of it and you feel like there's a future there, I think you just, you really have to keep going and stick with it and not kind of let all of those voices get into your head. I think that's amazing advice and really important to find like that confidence in yourself, right? Because there's yeah. so many um, new industries and jobs and things that are created by these type of leaders. So I think that's awesome that you had that intuition. So you had your blog, you ran it for a bunch of years. How did you transition into Summer Fridays? Like, how did that come to be? So we, Mariana, Hugh, and I, who's my business partner, we had been friends for years, and she is a mega beauty blogger, as you know. Yes. Um, I mean, has been covering beauty for years, and we've always remained, I mean, we've been friends, I think, for probably eight or nine years now. We've been really close. So she's been in LA and was doing a lot of fashion and beauty segments. We both wanted to be Oprah, obviously. <laughs> and we, you know, just kind of always stayed in touch. And then we started blogs and we, we were always really close friends. So it just, we were thinking about different ideas and we thought about all of these different products we had tried. Um, I was very, very early on in my pregnancy as well. And so I was switching all of my products out and I was trying to make things at home and I was complaining that nothing worked. And, and we ended up coming up with this idea of summer Fridays and feeling like there was a need for skincare that was clean, but still very effective. And that still felt fun and cool and something you wanted to share on Instagram. We kind of felt like it was either skincare kind of, it was going in two directions. It was either something that was super, super clean and it didn't necessarily relate to you. You didn't feel as connected to it, or maybe it wasn't effective or it wasn't clean at all, but you loved the product and you wanted to keep using it. So we had both tried so many products over the years from blogging. And we also would get a lot of questions from people on Instagram. Anytime we would share something, you know, they would ask, is it vegan? Is it paraben free? Does it have sulfates in it? Does it have synthetic dyes or fragrances? And so, you know, we got those questions, I mean, honestly, probably for years. And so it almost ended up being this focus group for us that we didn't know about at the time. But then when we were really brainstorming how to create Summer Fridays and especially our first product, the jet lag mask, we went back and we really thought about, you know, what are people asking us and what's most important. And I think we definitely thought a product that works is most important to people. They're only going to buy something if it actually works and is effective and natural as something can be, if it doesn't work, you're probably not going to buy it twice. Um, and then beyond that, it was like, okay, we really have, we have to look very hard at ingredients. How did you even figure out like how to create the product, the ingredients or the product itself and, and the packaging and the distribution? Like, did either of you have experience in that in the past or was it just kind of trial and error? No, it was a lot of trial and error. Um, and I always think too, it's, I try not to overthink or over-research anything once I make a decision to do it because sometimes that can be scary. Yes. <laughs> if you Google for too many hours at night how to do something, sometimes you become almost too scared to do it. And so it was a little bit of ignorance is bliss. We did know what we wanted to create. We felt really confident about our idea and we felt really positive about you know how it could fit into the community and the community that we could build around it kind of, you know, we really just had this attitude of we'll, we'll find the best people who do know how to do the things we don't know how to do. So first we found a lab that we just, we fell in love with and they really specialized in clean beauty. And so that was sort of the first team we started working with was our lab. And then we found an amazing branding agency who helped us 
really create Summer Fridays, the colors, the names, the messaging behind it. And we've just slowly started building this team who could help us handle things like manufacturing and supply chain, because that's, that's so intimidating to think about that, you know, when you want to start something like a skincare line. It's really incredible. And I agree with you that ignorance is bliss. I think that's why when you start companies when you're young, it's almost like the best time because you just like don't know what you don't know and you kind of dive headfirst into it. It's so impressive that, you know, you guys, the two of you are like, couldn't be a better partnership um, coming together to do something like this. So your face mask sold out almost instantly, which is has to be just such an incredible feeling. How do you look at the brand moving forward and think about different products and where do you see it going? Well, we do have more products coming, um, but I can't share too many details. You'll definitely see more products. And we um, are also now starting to ask people on Instagram what they really want. So we want our community to be very involved with our brand. We feel like they've been involved since day one, even if they didn't know it. They've actually a lot of their questions helped us formulate jet lag masks. And then what we're doing right now is we're asking our followers what they want to see next. What are their biggest skincare concerns? What do they feel like is missing in their routine? And then we're taking all of that feedback and bringing that to our labs. And we're actually already working on future products based on on what we're hearing back from people. I think we'll continue to release things in a very slow but steady manner. We really like to take our time on a product and we'll do many back and forth with our lab until we feel really confident with it. And we don't want to overwhelm anyone with a lot of products. And that was something that we decided very early on when we were kind of going back and forth on whether we would launch with several products or just a single product. And it was something that we made a very conscious decision on because I think now we're, I think we're sort of overwhelmed with, with everything. We see a lot of things on social media every day, whether it's in skincare or fashion or, you know, whatever it may be. And you don't always know, okay, well, what's the one thing I should try or what's sort of that hero product? And we thought, you know, we'll make we'll make our first product so good that people will want to keep buying it and they'll become really familiar with it. And then we want that sort of for every product that we launch. We want to give it enough time so that, you know, you can really fall in love with it and use it and experiment, you know, with different ways to use it. And we, you know, are big fans of using our products with other products. You know, we don't think that yeah. anyone probably just uses one skincare line. I think it, you know, we love mixing jet lag mask with a lot of other products that we really love. And so even, even that's a big part of our thought process when we want to create something that, you know, we think of how can this blend into a routine that you're already doing? Yeah. I really like that strategy. I think it's Mm -hmm. smart. And I feel like I've been more interested in sites and brands that have less because I I just feel like it's so overwhelming to go to a site or follow a brand and be like, well, what what product should I get? Like, what's the best product? There's so many. So I think that's a really smart strategy. And I feel like people will appreciate that. What has been the most challenging part of launching Summer Fridays? I think, honestly, the most challenging is, is probably more personal to me. I, I Because we launched the year that I had a baby, I felt like I, I was birthing a business and a baby in, in the same year. Um, so that was honestly probably the most challenging part was just kind of figuring out that sort of work-life, home balance, and there really isn't a balance is also what I've learned. You know, everything is perfectly imbalanced and it all kind of happens as it should and, and just really learning to trust that process. I think that's really probably been the most challenging part of it and also just enjoying each moment as it comes. And I think that kind of taking this lesson to just all aspects of my life, but I think we all have a habit of always thinking about 
what's next? You know, when you're in college, you're thinking about, okay, well, what's the next internship? What's the next job? And then you land your first job and you're thinking, oh, what's the next job? And, you know, we're kind of always thinking about whatever the next thing is. And I'm, I'm trying to also really enjoy whatever the moment is and indulge in that and to really experience that moment because I think so much changes, even year to year, so much changes. And so, because we get so busy and especially with things with summer fires, we get so busy that we forget to celebrate sometimes. And you don't, you also don't get that time back. You know, we're going to be your work for the rest of your life and you're always have sort of a, a next thing that's coming. But I think especially when you're in school, it's just this really special, beautiful, magical time for you to be in that moment and to enjoy that moment and really make the most of it. I so agree with you. And I know when I think back about my college time, I was just rushing to get out of Bloomington and to go into the industry and to start working. And I felt like if I didn't do it immediately, that like I would never have the opportunity. And to your point, like you will work, you will find a job, it will all come together. Yeah. But college is awesome. It's so true. It's like, you know, if you want to travel, if you want to experience different jobs, it's my dad always says this quote, and he actually always says life is long. And it's funny because we, you know, you kind of always hear life is short. But I actually like his outlook that life is long and it's just, you know, take your time with things. We don't have to always be in such a rush to get to that next point. Yeah. Well, you couldn't have said it better. If you could think back about graduating at Indiana, would you ever have imagined that this is where your career would have taken you? No, <laughs> definitely not. I, um, I mean, again, I for sure thought I was going to be some kind of a broadcaster somewhere. I thought for sure on a national level, I really wanted to either be in LA or New York and, and doing some kind of news anchoring. Um, and if I wasn't doing that, I thought it would just, it would solely be around writing. And I think the really amazing part, just in how everything has changed, is I kind of get to do everything I love, but in such a different way than what I could have anticipated. And so it, I think now we have a lot more freedom to design our careers and our lives in a way that really makes sense for us each individually. And I don't think that was necessarily the case even when I first graduated. And it was much more, you know, okay, here's step one, step two, step three. And I think now what's, what's really cool is that I think you can kind of create this design in this landscape for yourself, um, but it just really makes sense for you uh, and in a place that makes sense for you. And I think that's been just a really incredible shift that I've seen. Yeah, it's a it's a really great time. I agree. Like, you know, there's just so many different opportunities. And I feel so excited for all of our students um, when, you know, I talk to them about their careers and just all the the things that they're able to do that. Yeah, it just was a different landscape. But you are such a great inspiration. And it's so awesome to see all the success you've had from Indiana. And it always makes me so proud and happy for you. And so we are huge fans. And Thank I can't you. wait to see what happens more with your blog and with your personal brand and with Summer Fridays. And we will kind of be cheerleading you along the way. So thank you so much for your time. This was awesome. Oh, thank you so, so much. That makes my heart happy. That's so sweet. Thank you. Thanks, Lauren, for joining Office Hours. Your story is so inspiring. Stay tuned for another great guest next month. Bye.